storm. They they left Cerritos at about two, one thirty or two. And if you remember yesterday, it started really snowing at about one thirty or two, and it just pounded. And they got up the hill even from, you know, down there and, and had to put on the chain. So I'm thankful they made it. You know, you know, Josue is he's lived in Antigua around the area, and there's a lot of volcanoes down there. And they go off sometimes, and the ash comes down. So this morning he woke up. He said, "Did the volcano go off?" Is that's what this? No, just kidding. But, um, but this is probably more snow. Have you seen it fall? Is this the first time you've seen this snowfall? All right. Okay, lightly snow. All right, praise the Lord. We we got to be with them the first time they were in the snow two years ago, I guess, and that was a lot of fun. But, you know. This last candle we're going to light in just a moment is the candle of faith. And, you know, coming up, and, and if you've been to different churches, you, they have sometimes different order of, of it, and, and different churches might have one year they'll, they'll have a faith candle, one year they might have a love candle. But this morning I was thinking about faith in the lineup, and so we can see if we're all remembering. What was our first candle that we lit? Hope. Second candle? Peace then joy. And this morning we're talking faith. And you know, it just kind of even as we were worshiping kind of came to me, you know, the first two, you know, the hope and the peace, they come to us even in times that there isn't natural hope, that there is a natural peace. The coming of Jesus Christ represents coming at a time that we need the hope and we need the peace, not when everything is good. Joy came when the Christ child was announced but there's another part this morning that I just want to share on briefly, and that's the faith. The faith that it takes to continue on living it out. The faith represents believing the promises and standing true to the promises of God. As we would read through in, in Isaiah chapter 9, Isaiah 11, and Micah, the faith represents believing in the prophet's word will come to pass, that he will be the, the Savior of the world, that he would come, little baby Jesus. You know, they had faith and they're looking forward to Jesus changing the world, yet He didn't do it at His coming in. He had to live it out and die for our sins. And this morning, I was even thinking in the, in the passage in Matthew chapter 2, where it highlights how the Magi came looking for the Christ child. And when they went and they said, well, where's the Savior? Where's He that's born? He's going to be the Savior. And He went to Herod and, and He says, oh, well, when you find Him, let me worship Him too. Herod says... And of course, he wanted to kill them. You know, the faith for us this morning is is having the faith in God to keep that Christ child alive in your life. The Magi had to go and find the child and they left another direction. They they realized that Herod was going to try to destroy the Christ child. Joseph took his family and they fled to Egypt in faith, saying we need to keep Christ alive. We have to look into the Scriptures and look into our own lives and, and say, God, help me not let you die in my life. Because the enemy wants to kill the Jesus in you. He wants to kill the Jesus in you. And sometimes the only thing you have to hold on to are the promises in the Word of God. Because you don't see your healing. You don't see the answer to prayer. You say, God, give me faith. Just keep on for you. And that's this Christmas season. It represents all these things the, the hope and the peace and the joy and the faith that it takes to continue to serve the Lord. Hebrews chapter 11. 
the great hall of faith passage. Hebrews 11.6 Without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For he who comes to God must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. And I believe your faith will grow as you diligently seek Him. And He'll reward you. He'll reward you in the knowledge and He'll open up your eyes and your heart and your mind. And we need to continue to press in to see Him. God, give us faith. Even in this Christmas season, we can say, God, You've shown us so many miracles in the past. Give us hope. Give us peace. Give us joy. Give us faith to continue on and keeping the Christ child alive in my life. So this morning, we want to light these. and I love the fact that this season represents the, the beginning of the Christian year. Because for us, you're such a, you're such a help. You know, um, New Year's is about to come. And on, on New Year's, we often make our resolutions. Last year, I resolved to not make any more resolutions. We'll see if it works this year. But this truly for us is the beginning of a new year. And sometimes faith goes out almost. <laughs> you hold your breath and say, but... um. Is the new year for us, and let's start out with these things. God, help me to help me to have more joy. Help me to have more hope. Help me to have peace. God, help me to have faith. Let's go into this new year with those things, so that we might go and answer His call to go into the world, and say, "Here am I. Send me wherever I go." If you, if you when you have that hope, when I have that hope and peace and joy in my life, you know it's going to be such a stronger witness to others. And so let's do that together as we go and this year. We're going to leave those candles burning. A couple of things tonight. We're going to have our, our uh, candlelight service tonight. And um, we're praying it's not going to snow all day. But uh, we'll see. And, and uh, we'll, we're going to just plan on having it. And uh, if you're... How, how would we do this if, if not? We'll put a message on the church machine um, if we're canceling it, but I want to—I want to encourage you. If if it's snowing and you don't want to come out and you're afraid, don't come. You know, don't don't risk yourself. But we, I think there's a good chance we'll be here worshiping together, anyways, unless it's really really bad snow out there. So 6:30 tonight, and come together and worship the Lord. And, uh, and of course, next Sunday morning, Christmas morning, we'll have no regular service. It'll just be a little bit shorter. Shorter. We'll start at 9:30 and have a great time on Christmas morning together. Well, I've been very excited this morning to uh, have my friends, Josue and Nancy, come and all the way from Guatemala. And they've been here in the States for about a m- almost a month now. Almost a month. And I've shared with, about them over the time, over the last few weeks. But uh, I, got to, I I'm had the pleasure, Shannon, I met Nancy in June of 2002. When we, we first arrived in Guatemala to, as our, in our three years there living there, she was on a short-term missions trip that week. In fact, uh, the very first day we were there, we ended up eating together. We didn't know her at the time, but we've got the picture on our wall still. 
And uh, our hearts knit. She came for a couple of short-term missions, and then she felt led to move down there probably in 2003. And she worked in the city. Now, this is, this is a, a, a young, innocent girl living in one of the most dangerous cities in the world. Uh, Guatemala City's got a lot, and she was living in one of the worst zones, and the whole city's broken down into zones and areas. And she was she was living in a closet, in a school, just just dedicating her life to teaching young people. Um, and it was it was really neat. And she would jump on a bus, on what we call the chicken buses, and come up to Antigua every week, and come to services with us. And it was just great. Um, watched her grow and flourish. She's a She's a young, she's a she's a Baptist girl, and one of the things that was really exciting is is in the time and relationship with her, um, she got filled with the Holy Ghost. She, she became a Pentecostal, Baptistcostal, <laughs> and uh, and so and we just watched her, you know, change ministries and had some real difficult times. Praise the Lord, God finally gave her the other part that she was missing two and a half years ago, and brought Josue, and and I've gotten to know Josue. I didn't. I never knew him in, in Guatemala, but Josue is a is a man of God. He's a he's got a gift of teaching. He's a pastor, um, and that was neat how God brought them together. and And it was just such a, a neat thing to see two hearts join together. Um, and it's been wonderful to see their ministry grow. They continue to do the things that are on each of their hearts. Nancy continues to teach. Uh, Josue is a pastor and teacher, and he continues to find those avenues to use the gifts that he's, they've uh, given. Um, I'm excited even because I didn't have a lot of time to find out the most recent stuff, what's been going on in the ministry, so we're going to hear that in just a few minutes. Um, at the end of the service, we're going to take up an offering. I'll just uh, you know get you ready and also the ushers. To, we're going to take an offering for their ministry. They're here for just a short time, about five weeks, and then they'll be heading back to Guatemala after the first of the year. And um, but it's it's been a privilege to work with them, and and I believe that you'll we, they were here last year, so let's have them come and share the word. I get to do a little commercial first, <laughs> and then we'll both be up here, him preaching and me translating. I, I think this is awesome, but I don't know if I can like hold my Bible and this and the mic, so we'll see how I go. <laughs> I'm always impressed at Rob, Rob's memory and how he can so well remember all the <laughs> details. He's one of the guys that best presents us, I think, and his little Baptist, Pentecostal, whatever joke happens each time. <laughs> but he still gets the laugh, so keep it going, I guess. Um, yeah, I, I'm glad to be here again, Josue and I, and yes, very exciting with all the snow. Um, yeah, one of just a reminder to trust God, I guess, <laughs> that he's in control and he's the one that, that has control of everything, right? And um, the songs we were singing, just come let us adore him, for he alone is worthy. What a wonderful maker, savior, God. Amen. Same God here, Guatemala, around the world, and here we are to worship him. Amen. Amen. I want to pray. Dear God, thank you so much for being our God, our maker, our savior. Thank you that you have invited us into your kingdom, into your family, and that we can worship you this morning and every day. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would speak through me and Josue this morning, that you would receive all the glory, and that we would worship you together. In your name, amen.
Amen. Well, um, I in my slideshow, I didn't put a lot about Guatemala because I, I guess you guys already knew a little bit about Guatemala. I mean, Rob's lived there, and you guys have probably heard about it. But just a, a brief, a brief like summary. Guatemala is a third world country. It is a developing nation. It has poverty. We work with extreme poverty, malnutrition, uh, crime. There's just like a lot of things going for it, right? So. A lot of what we do is to try to present hope because in a place where you can't even trust the policeman on the corner, let alone your president of your country, or that you would have food on your table every day, it can get pretty hopeless. So what we do is we try to provide hope, hope for today, hope for tomorrow, that they might know God that loves them and has a plan for their life and that they might know us and that we could be the hands and feet there um, for Jesus. So my my next slide, let's see if this works. Yay! This is kind of like a list of things that happened this year. This year was a very different year. You know, we did, uh, we've always worked in a school doing feeding programs and stuff like this and going this way, and then God said, no. I'm like, oh, okay. Praying and seeing what to do, and then, okay, here's the door. Okay, we're going here. Okay, very good, God. We're walking in faith. Then, no. Oh, okay, God. Okay, okay. Okay, here. Okay, okay. Going here. Going. No. Okay, God. Would you just let me know then? And me being very much a control orderly, what is that, beaver? Someone we were talking about this morning, like wanting to know. Like, okay, God, just let me know. I'm here. Send me. I'm here. Send me. I'm here. Send me. And God just saying, you know, chill. <laughs> Be still and know that I am God. And so for me, it was kind of a, a God working on me here, saying, you know what? I still love you even though you don't have an, uh, a teaching job right now. And you know what? The people at home love you, even though you might not have a teaching job right now in this moment. And your worth is not based on you having a teaching job at a specific school right now. And you know, I taught that lesson to so many kids. That's a big thing of mine, this identity thing to teach them. You know, just because you're poor doesn't mean that you have less value. Just because you don't have clean clothes to put on tomorrow does not mean that you are worthless. But God made you, and your identity is based on him. And then all of a sudden this year, I have to be receiving the lesson, I'm like, oh, no, I didn't even learn the lesson. Hello. <laughs> My identity is not based on what I do, but based on our awesome God. So those are some of the things that happened this year. And as I was writing it down, praise God. He just reminded me, you know, see what I did this year? <laughs> this is what I did this year. You think you didn't do anything? Oh, blind girl, open your eyes. So it was just a blessing for me even to create that slide. I know it has far too much up there for a slide. But oh, well, there it is. One thing I wanted to point out in bold, the food distribution. My brother-in-law works in making food labels, other type of labels. He happened to be out of business talking to people. Oh, yeah, my brother and my sister-in-law work, you know, with poor people and blah, 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 feeding programs. And they're like, oh, sometimes, you know, our food gets a little too close to expiring and we don't get it out to the stores in time. Sometimes those labels we put on wrong. Sometimes the cans are dented, but, but the food's still good. Would you guys be interested in that? Definitely. <laughs> So my brother-in-law calls us up, and then we, like, drive out in our little 11-seater van and pack it out of food, and then not only distribute that to the kids and the families that we work with, but different ministries. I think we got canned foods out to, like, seven or eight different ministries that have feeding programs. So praise God, you know, just a brother talking about his brother-in-law. Praise God. So for the horizon, Rob's even like, ooh, what's on the horizon? For 2011? We are going to be involved with two projects. And you know what? Look at that. Jeremiah Project Life and Hope School. 
The Jeremiah Project is based on Jeremiah 29.11 that says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for good and not for evil, to give you a hope and a future. And this project was started by a good friend of mine, Lorenda. She moved down in 2006, I think. Um, and she went through all the paperwork to get this started. And her plan was, God, I want to do something for that little shoeshine boy in the park. I want to do something. Here I am, send me, but what can I do? So she decided to do a feeding program. Just open up a place where the kids can come in and eat a meal. Because sometimes they don't get that meal. So she decided to have a feeding program and also after that for a couple hours to have them, to start to teach them their letters, their numbers, a Bible lesson. And try to provide food, some education basic skills, and, and God. And so she started doing that, and as it's grown, she started working with the family, starting to get kids into school, and she has um, about 30 kids in the program right now. And we've worked with her a little bit, Josue more than me, because I've always been in a, a formal school. But um, this year, she decided that she was moving to the States. And so she was kind of seeing what to do, and um, God kind of had it set up so that we would kind of be in training and... Um, you're looking at the vice president and the president of the Jeremiah Project. <laughs> now, when I was thinking and running around all year saying, what am I supposed to do and where is it right now? I was just saying, you know, just wait. Just wait a moment. You know, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Why are you freaking out? And, you know, it, it was a lesson. And, and it's a little easier now to um, be empathetic with those that don't get my identity talk right off the bat. So we're going to be working very much in, in these two little the Life and Hope School is a Christian school. has 300 kids, elementary, junior high. I'll be teaching art, uh, English, and Bible there. And I love their attitude. When I was working with them at the end of the year, turning in lessons plans, they're like, wait a minute. This art lesson plan doesn't say how you're integrating the Bible in this week's classes. I was like, on a weekly basis? <laughs> like, in the lesson plan? You know, I'm a Christian. They will see that I'm Christian by my love, like my attitude and all that. Will no, 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 no. You need to have it, like, written down, planned out. In your, in your weekly plan, I'm like, okay, amen. Talk about a new level of accountability. All right. So I'm excited about working with them. They really take serious. Their motto for their school is up there, even in English in the school in Guatemala, making disciples through Christian education. So really excited about working with them. And the Jeremiah Project, the verse that started all, that got planted in the heart of my friend Lorenda that is dear to us as well, letting the people of Guatemala that look hopeless know that they are not hopeless, that they have a hope and a future from God. It's a feeding program, activities, daily lunch. There are some of the kiddos so dear. You can see Josue with his little dread sticking up, teaching some songs to them. That's Danny with the mango. I love that picture. He's so cute. Skinny little boy, hardly weighs anything. Um, playing jump rope, learning their letters. Um, it also working with the families, doing home visits. We have some teams that come down trying to get like roofs over them or stoves so that their open fire stoves don't fill their homes with smoke all the time. Um, educational support, kind of helping out the families with getting their kids in school. It does cost money to go to school. So helping them out with that. And there, uh, one of the teachers had a medical doctor that we've gotten in or we just take them to the doctor when they need be. And um, I wanted to talk about the boy in the corner. His name is Carlos. When we met him, he was 13, had moved into Antigua from Quiche. That's a Mayan village. They wear clothes like this, which actually have thermals on under this. And I was thinking, if Mayans only knew, you know, <laughs> they wear long johns under your, your outfits. But anyway, he came into Antigua 
didn't even speak Spanish. So he had to kind of pick up Spanish along with his family, shining shoes in the park. And um, when we met him, he kind of already got Spanish down a little bit. But he had already given up on school. Thirteen, never been a day to school in his life. But um, we started having him at the project, teaching him some of the basic skills to get him ready for school, working with his parents so that his parents would let him go to school. And he started in a school special for two grades at a time. So he's gone through two years of school, four grades of school. We'll start fifth grade next year and finish sixth grade that same year. So when we first met him, he wanted to be a mechanic, which is a pretty high goal for a shoeshine kid. But you know now, he wants to be a lawyer and the mayor of his town. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, hope does something for a kid. It gives them just dreams, helping them dream, you know. And another exciting thing that Carlos didn't know Jesus before he came. But now, you know, working and having Bible classes and building a relationship where someone's there from you and they love you and they tell you about God. He accepted Christ into his life two years ago. So, you know, God is, is, is doing good things. And look at those faces. Don't they look sad and depressed and hopeless? And it's just a pleasure for us to be there. I mean, Rob mentioned being in a very dangerous part of town. L.A. is kind of dangerous, too. <laughs> but you know, God, what he calls us to do, he enables us to do, and it's a blessing for us to be there. It's a privilege, too to be and, and get to know these kids and just let them bless me as well. Um, so that's what, what's on the horizon, what we're doing, how you can plug in, commit to prayer. I know I mentioned this last year, but I want to mention it again. If you can pick a day and pray for us every month on that day, that's a way we can get every day of the year to be covered in prayer. There's some calendars at the, in the back that are just tiny ones. You can stick in your purse if you want. If you don't, you don't have to. And circle the day each month so you remember to pray for us. Also, there's some prayer cards. I thought I'd grab one. Here we go. I have our picture on it. You can keep it, and when you see it, remember to pray for us. And God's God's work in Guatemala. Or, you know, financial giving. One thing we did to try to make it a real thing that anyone can do, even in economic crisis, is um, my mom. She's brilliant. One dollar a week. One dollar a week won't break the bank for anyone. And there's little coin purses back there. Take a coin purse every week. Put a dollar in it. Maybe, you know, once a quarter or once a month mail those four or five dollars in or you could do it all for one year and you think well that dollar and is that really going to make a difference there are a lot of people in Guatemala that live on less than a dollar a day so your dollar a week can make a difference or you know ten dollars a month that's something uh, pleasable plausible possible that's a word I know possible so those are some ways that you can get plugged in and if you want to know more information this is our contact information we made a website this year and we were trying to think of a name for it and we were thinking about different stuff and whatnot. And, you know, we got hope transformation. So I thought that was just really good. That's what we do, you know, share the hope of God that would then transfer lives. So that's our website and uh, my email and, and information. So that's the commercial. And now I'm going to hand it over to Josue so he can give us the word of God. No, 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 I'm fine now. I just... Sometimes I like to hold my Bible and then with my hands full. Is it turned on? Yeah, it says on. Speak. Do you hear me? Well, why we're waiting, you can continue 
And I can still translate because you need to hear this translation more than, oh, than that, right? Yep. Oh, bueno. are we ready? Gracias. Ahora sí me escuchan. Now you can hear me? Bueno, ya, tal vez están en problemas entonces. Uh oh, then you're in trouble. <laughs> uh, bien, vamos a estudiar la We're gonna study palabra de Dios. The word of God this morning. Este, yo creo que es una de las cosas que yo sí puedo hacer. This is what I can do. Ojalá sea cierto. Right, we'll see if it's true. Y siempre no dejo de ponerme un poco nervioso porque I never unable to get rid of the nerves or get nervous. Uh, muy a menudo Rob entenderá bien. Frequently and Rob would understand. Los pastores queremos que pastors la want iglesia pueda crecer that the church grows en su relación con Dios. In their relationship with God. Y uno constantemente se preocupa en qué puede que pueda edificar y fortalecer a la iglesia. Y para eso normalmente no hay una buena respuesta. For this, there isn't like a, a good easy Así que nos queda y, y no es que no tenemos otra opción pero so es la mejor what, opción what we're left to, es like our desire, recordar que quien edifica no es uno to remember uno that who edifies the church isn't us or him es la, la Biblia que it's edifica, the Bible es Dios mismo que edifica God himself that edifies the church y que nuestro trabajo estará en that our job is just estudiar lo mejor que podemos hacer y poder compartirlo con los demás and share yo quiero intentar hacer nuevamente y no sé si algunos se recordarán pero el año pasado lo hicimos en dos partes la primera vamos a estudiar el texto nos vamos a acercar a él lo mejor que podemos observándolo y luego tendremos algunas aplicaciones que yo espero no sean necesarias completamente pero que al final de la primera parte es más que suficiente bien, abramos nuestras Biblias en el libro Apocalipsis Revelation Uh, es un hermoso libro realmente It's a beautiful book. aunque yo creo que a veces no se comunica con tanta emoción o con un calificativo de hermoso or use the adjective beautiful to describe uh, it. Antes de estudiar el capítulo 2, before we start studying uh, chapter 2, quisiera hacer tres advertencias de este libro. I would like to make three uh, warnings about this book. Uh, el primero es sobre quién lo escribe. The first is about who has written it. El que lo escribe es un pastor. Who wrote it is a pastor. Y no es un científico pensando en los problemas del futuro. He's not a scientist worrying about what would happen in the future. Es un pastor que está interesado en la iglesia. He's a pastor who's interested in his church. Así que escribe una carta. So he writes a letter. No, es un libro de ciencia ficción. It's not a science fiction book. Una carta para la iglesia. For the church. Que está pasando en crisis. A church in crisis. Así que como pastor quiere animarles y darles esperanza. So just as a pastor would like to encourage, he wants to give them hope and encouragement. Una esperanza que no se ha inventado. A hope that isn't just invented from nothing. El libro describe cómo él lo ha visto. The book writes how he has seen it. Pero esto que ha visto es para dar esperanza. And what he has seen is to give hope. Así que el libro está escrito para personas so afligidas. So the book is written to uh, afflicted people. Es que están deseando renovar su esperanza Desiring to renew their hope. así que como una carta de esperanza so, a letter written to encourage or give hope, la segunda cosa 
es que no es un libro escrito en clave para que nosotros no entendamos o al menos los que lo leyeron por primera vez o sabían muy bien de lo que estaba no era un mensaje escrito en código secreto era algo que podían entender para qué les iba a servir algo en secreto en la Biblia no aparece la tendencia de querer guardar ocultar cosas y ustedes recordarán los héroes de la Biblia tienen unos pecados digamos así some sins that are ¿Por qué no están ocultos? Porque jamás se ha interesado en ocultar las cosas, sino en revelar, tal y como es el nombre. Así que la idea es explicar. Ahora, el problema está que nosotros no, nací, no, no vivimos en el primer siglo y habrá cosas que sí nos parecerán diferentes. Pero hemos de mantener este espíritu de que se escribió de una manera clara y buscar clarificar en lugar de oscurecer. Y la última cosa que con mucha frecuencia creo que se olvida es el propósito del libro que está escrito en el capítulo 1, versículo 3. Y justamente dice, bienaventurado el que lee y los que oyen las palabras de esta profecía y guardan las cosas que en ella están escritas, porque el tiempo está cerca. It says, blessed is the one who reads the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear it and take it to heart, what is written in it, because the time is near. Así que voy a volver haciendo preguntas al texto de una vez. ¿Quién es el bienaventurado en el libro de Apocalipsis? Los que leen, los, los que escuchan esto. Ah, qué interesante. ¿Se recuerdan el sermón del monte empieza con bienaventuranzas? Pero el sermón del monte no es un escrito teórico sobre la ética del cristiano. Como lo es el Apocalipsis. As not is Revelation either. Porque no solamente es el que escucha. Because it's not just him who hears, sino el que qué más. But what else? las guarda las pone en práctica así que no hay una aventuranza para aquellos que son unos grandes cabezas pueden entender el Espíritu me habló los que no vinieron a la iglesia no es esto tiene que ver con escuchar y practicar Hearing and putting into practice. Tal y como termina el sermón del monte. Para aquellos curiosos, les recomiendo leerlo. Jesús termina diciendo, bienaventurados que oyen estas palabras y las ponen en práctica. No hay una bienaventuranza por oír nada más. Como lo mismo es el libro de Apocalipsis. En ese sentido, el libro de Apocalipsis. En ese sentido, el libro de Apocalipsis. Es la tercera cosa. Es un libro práctico. Es para actuar. Es para actuar. 
al menos es lo que dice At least that's what it says, right? no podría decir que es bienaventurado el que lo practica así que la invitación en este sermón desde este inicio vamos a leer el capítulo 2 buscando qué cosas vamos let's a hacer let's chapter 2 looking at what we can put into practice porque este es el propósito del libro porque el tiempo está cerca así que vamos capítulo número 2 so versículo 1 uh, to the angel of the church in Ephesus write these are the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand and walks among the seven golden lampstands la verdad que eso ya es un problema, ¿verdad? No, eso no es un problema. ¿Y no que era práctico? ¿Puede ser práctico? Vayamos por algunos detalles. Well, well, let's look at some of the algunos han, se han puesto a pensar quién es este ángel. Algunos se han puesto a pensar quién es este ángel. La primera opción que optan algunos es que realmente es un ángel. Si entonces hacemos la pregunta, bueno, si es un ángel, so the question be, if it's an angel, entonces ¿qué tiene que ver la iglesia y lo que está haciendo? No se le puede regañar a un ángel por la culpa de las cosas que hace la iglesia. Eso no tiene sentido. Entonces esta opción Otros piensan que el ángel es el pastor. Pero la misma pregunta se le ¿Y qué tiene que pagar el pastor de las cosas? Ay, que la pedré, ¿verdad? Tampoco es posible. No, that's not really possible. La tercera sería entonces la iglesia misma. Entendiendo el ángel como aquel que ha sido enviado para ser. Después de todo, la palabra ángel. En toda la Biblia tiene muy a menudo esta función. No precisamente en un cuerpo alado que está haciendo cosas, sino que va en nombre de alguien. Y hace y dice and does something en nombre de otra persona. In the name of Esto encaja muy bien con la misión so de la iglesia, ¿no? Sense very much with the mission of the church, right? O la iglesia depende de ella misma. Or does the church just depend upon itself and live for itself? eso estaríamos en algunos problemas. That, then trouble, right? Estamos pensando entonces que es la iglesia la we're que está siendo Entonces es una, una carta. So this is a letter para todos nosotros. For all of us. Nuevamente. Once again, nosotros hemos sido los enviados las, las partes del capítulo 2 y versículo capítulo 3 perdón, tienen una característica especial uh, stuff in chapter two and three mantienen cuatro cosas importantes have four things important. la primera una descripción sobre Dios the first, it describes God. una descripción sobre la iglesia Then it describes the church. un señalamiento de lo que no están haciendo muy bien kind of y un llamamiento al arrepentimiento. And a call to el versículo 1 del capítulo 2 está mencionando una característica sobre Jesús. ¿Y cuál es esta característica? And what would be this characteristic? El que tiene las siete estrellas en su diestra. El que camina en medio de los siete candelabros. Y nuevamente estrella y candelabro tiene que ver con la capacidad de poder iluminar y reflejar. Estar allí. Being there. Eh, son referencias nuevamente a la iglesia. To the churches. 
una referencia a Jesús que está en medio a de ella. Of Jesus in the of the y la primera es una frase realmente impresionante. And the first is really an, an es el que tiene a las iglesias en su mano. En momento de crisis eso ha de ser sumamente nosotros hemos tenido que experimentar we, este <laughs> no estamos haciendo las cosas solo We're not just randomly doing things. estamos en sus manos We're in his hand. Él está en medio nuestro he es la descripción de este Jesús no es este Jesús allá lejos es este que está aquí presente He's here present. Ahora, ¿qué es lo que dice este Jesús? So what is this Jesus ¿Qué es lo que dice este Señor? What does this person say? Versículo 2. Verse 2. I know your deeds, your hard work and your perseverance. I know that you cannot tolerate wicked men, that you have tested those who claim to be apostles but are not and have found them false. Qué buenas características de la iglesia, ¿no good characteristics of this church. Son personas que trabajan arduamente. Eh, son personas que perseveran en lo They que están trabajando uh, son personas que soportan a los que están actuando mal They don't tolerate wicked men. algo así como que les tienen paciencia Maybe they are patient with them. No lo toleran, este, los soportan no porque los maltratan sino los, los tiene paciencia y también ha hecho algo con los que dicen ser apóstoles. Evalúa su conducta. Evalúa lo que dicen. ¿Y los ha encontrado? Mentirosos. False. Esta es una iglesia muy especial. This is a special church. Es una iglesia que trabaja fuertemente y que también sabe lo que está haciendo. Escudriña. They could evaluate. Y ha encontrado que no todos los que Digamos entonces que tiene una buena doctrina. So they have good doctrine. A estos no se les da de comer el, con el dedo en la boca. They don't need to be fed by hand fed in the mouth. Son personas maduras. They're mature. Qué especial. What a special church. Hay algo más, versículo 3. There's something else in verse 3. It says, You have persevered and have endured hardships for my name and have not grown weary. Esta es una iglesia que entonces hace todo lo que hace. This is a church that does everything that they do. ¿Por qué razón? Según for el versículo 3. reason? What does verse 3 say? You have, you have persevered and have endured hardships for my name's sake. Wow. wow. Esta iglesia también ama a Dios. This church loves God. Eso es lo que dice allí. That's what it says, right? Sufre. They have suffered. Evalúa. They have evaluated teaching. Trabaja fuertemente. They work hard. Por amor de Dios. For love of God, for His name. Es una evaluación muy estupenda, ¿no? Isn't that a great evaluation? Yo me gustaría que le dijera sobre God say that of our church, right? A mí sí, en muchos. At least, he says yes, me too. Versículo 4. Verse four. Uh, pero tengo algo en contra de ti. Yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken your first love. Bueno, ¿cuál es el problema aquí? Oh, what's the problem here? No sé ustedes. Pero I don't know if you. 
Yo he escuchado muchas veces But I've heard many times que se me ha dicho que el primer that amor told me that the first love here, el problema de esta iglesia the problem of this church, es que se le ha olvidado is amar that they a Dios. To love God. Pero el versículo que acabamos But de leer that we just read, describe justamente que es una iglesia que ama a Dios, ¿no? church that loves God because for his name está de acuerdo conmigo. They have persevered in the dirt. Are, do you, are you in agreement with me? Yo sé que tal vez ustedes también han escuchado I know maybe you have heard that as well that has to do with the love of God. Volvamos a leer versículo 3 a ver si dice que realmente ama a Dios. Really you have persevered and have endured hardships for my name and have not grown weary. For my name. For my Por su nombre. For his name. No dice que lo ha hecho por otra cosa. Competencia. For competition. Por cualquier otra. Or any other thing. Entonces, ¿qué es lo que ha olvidado? So what have they forgotten? O es posible actuar por, para oh. Dios. Or is it possible to act for God? Sin amarlo. Without loving him? Bueno, después de todo, quien está describiendo es Dios mismo. Who's writing this is God himself. No le va a decir me amas pero no me amas. He's not going to say you love me but you didn't love me. Me haces para cosas para mí, you pero do no. Do me, ¿Verdad que no sería algo que really podríamos sense, escuchar de él? Así que vuelve a hacer la pregunta. Entonces, so the question ¿qué es, el primer amor? What is the first love? Cuando recordamos el mandamiento que Jesús comunicó como grande, When Jesus proclaimed himself as who he was, lo describió en dos versiones. ¿verdad? He describes it in two ways. Amarás a Dios. Oh, the, the, the commandments. You love God. Y a tu prójimo. And you love your neighbor. Pensemos en este texto Let's leyendo think este about versículo. this verse when we read this text. Una iglesia que trabaja a por a Dios. A church that works for God. ¿Será que es posible que no ame a los humanos? Is it possible that they're not loving their neighbor? ¿Será posible que has forzado por adorar a Dios so y se le ha olvidado amar a los demás? Yo pienso que sí. I think that's true. Es posible que it's estamos tan emocionados con nuestra so decisión por Dios God, que nos hemos olvidado de involucrar a los demás en no veamos tan rápido sigamos leyendo a let's, ver si tiene sentido lo que dice so versículo 5 arrepiéntete de tus primeras acciones repent and return to your first things you did. podríamos ponerle el valor de lo que es primero should be first sino que es lo que va a pasar or what will happen if they don't cuál es la sentencia what is the the consequence quitaré remove your lampstand si tenemos la imaginación if we have a little imagination en un cuarto donde no hay electricidad a room where there isn't electricity donde no tenemos las comodidades de hoy where we don't have communities like we do now hay una luz there's light para alumbrar a todos los que están escuchando la carta del Apocalipsis. The letter of Revelation. 
y la sentencia es and the, and the is, si no regresas a hacer if you don't to do lo más importante what is very important, te quito el candelero will remove that lampstand. Así, se apaga la luz like, turn off the light. ¿y qué pasa? What would happen? pues ya no se ve bastante sencillo Very simple. Un candelero que no alumbra no sirve. A candle, an, a lampstand that doesn't illuminate, this doesn't work. Como una iglesia que like no ama. Like a church that doesn't love. Tampoco sirve. Doesn't work. Oh, la sentencia es dura y That's a hard sentence. Directa. That's a direct consequence. Jesús no está Jesus perdiendo el tiempo con ellos. He's not losing any time. Está siendo franca con él. He's being frank. Le ha dicho que trabaja duramente. Le ha dicho que tiene una buena doctrina. Lamentablemente se ha olvidado de amar Y la iglesia que ha olvidado And amar a los demás ha olvidado su función has de ser. Podríamos pensar muy bien en We Jesús. Well Él no vino a enseñar exactamente He una doctrina de cien cosas que todos deben hacer para La iglesia no está para comunicar cien cosas que la gente debe hacer Y se olvida de esto. Ha perdido lo esencial. Hay algo más, versículo 6. But you have this in your favor. You hate the practices of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. Vaya. Well, Parece que también tiene otras cosas buenas. Los Nicolaitas. The Nicolaitans. Muchos lo identifican con grupos de opresión. Many them with that y relacionados con idolatría también. With Esta iglesia nuevamente again, sabe distinguir lo bueno y lo malo. Distingue a estos que son opresores. That these are Distingue que son idólatras. Uh, es decir, tiene una vista muy aguda para distinguir parece que la carta entonces intenta expresar su acción poner al mismo nivel y describir qué es lo que deben de cambiar sin dejar de hacer lo otro que están haciendo es que a veces es tan frecuente dejar de hacer lo bueno para cambiar lo malo las cartas parecen estar escritas esto es lo bueno que hacen síganlo haciendo esto es lo que no lo están haciendo muy bien empiecen a hacerlo es tiempo de cambiar así que el versículo 7 ¿cómo termina? He who has an ear let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches to him who overcomes I will give the right to eat from the tree of life which is in the paradise of God. Dos promesas escritas en este verso. Two promises are written in this verse. Oh, la primera es más o menos un anuncio nuevamente. Oh, the first one's kind of like an announcement. El que tiene oídos para oír. Who has ears? ¿Qué debe hacer? What should he do? Uh, yo recuerdo algunas veces en Guatemala. sometimes in Guatemala. Yeah se oraba diciendo ah Señor necesitamos que hayan buenos obreros pray, oh, we need some 
cambia la vida de este change the life of this one no es tan bueno he's not very good también del otro and that one too abre los ojos que open their eyes parece que este texto no está de acuerdo con esta isn't in agreement with that idea está hablando el que tiene oídos he's saying he who has ears escuche listen los hebreos the hebrews el hombre que escribe esta carta the man that wrote this letter, es un hombre con esta mentalidad. Is a man with this mentality. Oír Hear es sinónimo de is a, a obedecer. Is a synonym for uh, obedience. Escuchar Listening está fuertemente relacionado is con obedecer. Strongly related with obeying. Les pongo un ejemplo. I'll put an example. ¿Has escuchado los proverbios? You've heard the parables. Escucha, hijo mío, la instrucción de tu papá. Hear, son of mine, the instruction of your father. ¿Será que solamente le dice que Pero ¿Pero que es 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 que que es que es que es que al vencedor to him who overcomes the right to eat from the tree of life y esto está bien relacionado con lo que ha dejado de hacer and this is very related to what they have stopped doing cuántas veces usted se ha sentido how many times you felt que no le aman that not loved y no es como que es un tipo de falto de vida en uno mismo isn't it kind of like a, a lack of life within you Vean qué promesa tan fenomenal. What a phenomenal promise. La iglesia que está casi a punto de morirse por no amar. The church that's about to be put out for not loving. Recibe la promesa. Receives this promise. De vivir plenamente. To live uh, fully. De disfrutar de la vida. To enjoy life. Y tiene mucho sentido entonces. And it makes a lot of sense no es una recompensa que estará muy muy lejos it's not a, a reward that would be far away al que logra vencer su apatía con los otros he who overcomes and empathizes with those around him esta capacidad de comer de este árbol de la vida has the right to eat from the tree of life bien vivo sería that would be very much alive esto que Dios mismo ha plantado this that God himself has planted este resurgimiento de una iglesia que actúa que ama this revival of a church that would love y no, que está muerta, and that is not dead aunque tiene una buena doctrina. even though they have a good doctrine no sé si me I don't know if that makes sense Bien. Okay. Terminó la primera parte. we finished our first part Yo estoy seguro que de ya sabemos cosas I'm sure many of us already have some applications in our heart Muy personales. Espero Very personal to each one. I hope that is true. Is it true? Permítame recordar algunas cosas solo entonces. Allow me just to mention some things then. Retomar el pasaje. To retake the passage. Nuevamente los versículos primeros. Those first verses. Que nos describen la acción de Jesús. That describes the actions of Jesus. Son acciones que nosotros también debemos recordar sobre Jesús. Are actions that we should remember of Jesus. Jesús tal y como lo enuncia en los evangelios y la Biblia. Jesus, just as he is presented in the gospels and in the, the books of the Bible, no es el Dios que vive lejos. It's not a God that lives far away. No es el que está en el cielo. He's not in the heaven far away. No vive en las nubes. He doesn't live in the clouds. Se recuerda cómo lo cantamos para esta época. Remember uh, how we sing. 
es Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Es Dios con nosotros. It's God with us. Y en este texto se habla de que Jesús en medio de la iglesia. con la iglesia. Jesus within the church. Y eso es especial que nosotros lo recordemos. So Nuestras acciones Our actions han de recordar que Él está presente. Que Él está en nosotros, con nosotros. And with, and with us. Hemos de tomarlo en cuenta cada vez que vemos a otras personas. We should remember as well when we see others. Jesús está con él. Jesus is with us. Y es parte de esta uh, cosa grandiosa de Dios mismo. And part of this great God en medio nuestro. Within us. Una segunda cosa tiene A que ver con la misma actitud de la iglesia. Has to do with the same attitude of the church. A lo largo de toda la Biblia normalmente. Throughout the Bible normally. Se discute este problema. And they uh, argue this point aquel balance entre la buena doctrina y la buena práctica y parece que muy a menudo times, hay gente que tiene muy buena doctrina word, pero tiene una muy mala práctica muchas de las parábolas de Jesús no están distinguiendo entre aquellos que, que son cristianos are not distinguishing between Christians y que son hijos del diablo y que no son cristianos muchas veces discuten aquellos que son cristianos y aquellos que se parecen mucho and those that appear very much so to be Christians. esto es lo que normalmente les critica a los escribas tienen muy buena doctrina very good doctrine, pero una muy mala práctica but very poor practice. y todos los mensajes que el comunica and the message that Jesus mentioned este mismo are united to the same message tiene que ver con una buena doctrina has to do with good doctrine y una muy buena práctica and very good practice y separar las dos and to separate those sería como separar a dos bebés y meses would be to separate two seminates those babies that are connected Siamese Siamese twins asesinaríamos a uno normalmente we would normally end up having to kill one al dividirlos to divide it mejor que estén juntos. Y la buena doctrina and la buena práctica es buena que esté junta. Una tercera cosa tiene a que ver con nuevamente el amor a los demás. Has to do with es una cosa importante que it's a veces very important that sometimes creo que olvidamos muy a menudo. We forget. Quisiera contarles una historia like que ilustra esto y es con una de nuestras niñas. A Wendy la conocí hace como tres Wendy, años. I, I una pequeña niña. She's a small child, bastante desnutrida. Very much with malnutrition, con un corazón especial. With se esfuerza. Así que yo he estado intentando disipular a la niña de Y eventualmente vamos a comprar queso y crema para combinarlo con los frijoles cada vez que sucede eso yo aprovecho para subir a alguien al carro y ir a comprarlo un tiempo a solas con un niño con una niña este, para, para poder saber cómo está to find out how they're doing. con ella lo he hecho varias veces With her, then, many times. y siempre que termino regresando digo And whenever I come back, para que llevo a Wendy Why do I take Wendy? I should take someone else who talks. Porque yo le hago todas las preguntas que puedo. Because I try to ask her all the questions I can think of. Dice, sí. And she just says, sí. Yes. Bien. Okay. No, no me gusta. Uh, 
Eso sí me gusta. I like that. De repente digo, oh, oh my God. Recuerdo en alguna ocasión. But I remember one time. Ella está sentada haciendo su tarea y. She was seated doing her homework. Yo no quiero perder una oportunidad de poder conversar y. I don't want to lose the opportunity to, to talk to her, so. Así que me siento y platico I con ella. I sit down and start chatting with her. Ya estoy programado, es lo que hago and todos los días. That's kind of what I do. ¿Cómo te va? ¿Cómo How are you doing? ¿Cómo ah, está tu papá? How's your mom? How's your dad? ¿Cómo está el trabajo? How's your dad's work? ¿Estás vendiendo tortillas? Are you selling tortillas in your home? Y de repente empieza a contarme una de sus and historias. All the friends she starts sharing a story. Y yo estoy en la misma idea de preguntarle a los and demás. And I'm still in like program mode asking questions. Y algún momento ella viene y hace. And at good moment she comes and touches me. Wendy normalmente no deja que yo la abrace. And Wendy doesn't let you even hug her. Los demás corren y All the others run around and they hug and they hit or whatnot, but she knows. De repente ella me toca y yo. But she touched me. Yo despierto. And I woke up. Me está tocando. She's touching me. Wow. Wow. Eso suena muy bien. That's great. Pero luego recuerdo algo que. But then I remember something that I've learned from women. Y es que ese toque no significa que te quiero mucho. When they touch you like that, it doesn't necessarily mean I love you. No significa que te aprecio. It doesn't mean I appreciate you. ¿Verdad que no sé? Es, no me estás escuchando. <risa> It means you're not listening to me. No me estás poniendo atención. You're not paying attention to me. Y yo bajo la cabeza. So I put my hand down. Yo sé lo que está diciendo. I know what she's saying. Porque luego ella dice, profe, me está escuchando. She asked me, teacher, are you listening? Y yo puedo ver que estoy ocupado en mis cosas. And I could see that I'm busy with my own agenda. Tengo mi planificación. I have my plan. Yo subo a los niños al carro para hablar con ellos I mientras I get the conduzco. kids in the car so that I can talk to them and ask them questions in the car. Y no estoy abierto al tiempo and de ellos. And I'm not open to the time, their time. Esta pequeña Wendy me recuerda. This little Wendy reminded me. Que ella necesita de mi tiempo. She needs my time. Probablemente agradece mucho salir a comprar comida. She probably appreciates that we go out to buy cheese. Pero cuando me habla. But when she speaks. She wants that I listen to her. Si no, no tiene sentido, no it doesn't really make sense if, it, if it's not that way, right? Tiene sentido, no? it, you should be listening when another person is talking. Se muy, muy bien este And that uh, illustrates this passage. ¿De qué me sirve ser un buen What good is it to be a good Tener Christian, buena to have good doctrine, y me he de and I've forgotten to love those around me? Y es que amar no, no es tan romántico como se escucha. En el caso de Wendy, in, in Wendy's case, es que yo la pueda apreciar. For me to appreciate her, tiene que ver con respetar su tiempo. Her time. Cuando es silencio when para el mundo, o cuando es una catarata que comunica Yo necesito aprender a amar como ella necesita the way she needs to be loved. no como me gusta Not the way I like. y lo mismo es el caso del mundo necesita ser amado They need to be loved. no precisamente como nos gusta Not just the way we like to be loved, como lo necesita but the way they need it. me explico Do I explain myself? quiero olvidar lo que pase te dejo el tiempo ¿Qué? ¿Te dejo el tiempo? Sí. Ay, no hay tiempo. Estamos bien. Gracias. Aleluya. Amén. Wow. Es good. I forget which language I was going to start in. I enjoy seeing if she does a good job. 
You know, the Bible says that we need to love our neighbor as our as ourself. And I, you know, the message comes and challenges us, or should challenge us. Even that scripture, a lot of us would say, "Yeah, I, I love the, my neighbor the way I'd want to be loved," and we do exactly to them what what we want to be done to ourselves. And you know, there's that book, "The Five Love Languages," and understanding that the way we want to be loved is the way that we feel loved. That's the way we want to be loved, right? How many times has somebody done something for you and you just didn't get anything out of it? You want to be loved the way you truly feel loved and we need to be really paying attention. God, help me to love them. But help me understand how they will feel loved. Help me know them so well that I know it's important to them and love them the way you would love them. And it might be difficult because if you're somebody who just likes to get a gift for somebody and you say, well, I'll get them a gift. They they might not ever feel loved. Maybe they just need you to sit with them, go through a difficult time. Really be aware, and, and it's such a good, a good message in this time of year. God, help us to, to love one another, not just in, in deed, in word, but in, in true love. Because I know that we can fall into that and in even just doing things for other people, and it's still not effective. God, help us to know those around us in such a way that that you would show us how they need to be loved this season. Yeah, that would be my prayer. Now, we don't want to just be those with good knowledge, good doctrine. Lord, and uh, but we want to come to our first love and have it be out of relationship with you and have relationship with those around. God, thank you for this word this morning. Encourage us to be aware how we might love our neighbor as ourselves. In Jesus' name. We wanted to take up a, an offering this morning. I realized I also didn't take, you know, receive our normal offering. So this is what we're going to do. If you're giving cash, we might not even have a pen. Stick just the cash in an envelope. Any envelopes with cash in it will go directly to Nancy and Hostway. So if you want, if you're giving an offering of cash and you, and you just want to drop it in, just don't put an envelope. If you put an envelope and want it to go somewhere, just write it. But if you just go, you want it to go to Nancy and Jose, put it in an envelope. You don't have to write anything on it. Any cash found in an envelope will go directly to Nancy and Jose. If you're writing a check, then write, uh, you can write, the, what's the best, Ed? Lemus on a check? Okay, that'll work for us. And then we'll just get it to you. And otherwise, and we'll just receive the offering, but... But uh, let's let's pray, God. We thank you, Lord, for the ministry this morning, for the encouraging word, for what they're doing there in Guatemala. Lord, I pray that they would come. They had come though and encouraged us to continue the ministries here. Lord, for each of us to be aware and to be faithful to you. God, we pray that you bless this offering, bless Josue and Nancy in their ministry. God, continue to lead them and expand what they're doing there. God, continue to knit our hearts together. God, we uh, we pray, Lord, here, here we are. Send us, even as we pray this offering, send us into the world through our giving, God, through our loving one another. In Jesus' name, amen. They're going to come and pass the bags. And, and am I forgetting any other 6.30 tonight?
come and, and let's join together. Be safe as you're, you're out there Christmas morning at 9.30. And, uh, but, uh, again, I sure I enjoy Josue and Nancy coming. Thank you for roughing. I, yesterday I was, really con- I was getting concerned that they might not make it. They passed three accidents on the way up. And uh, which is kind of normal up here, I guess. But <laughs> but I'm so so glad they had the opportunity. They're going to be around for a couple of days, and um, to be praying for them and their time. And uh, thank you so much. Be safe. Be warm. And for those, if if I don't see you, have a very very merry Christmas. Amen. <laughs>